The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of Ecom Experts, Shauna Siegel. Hello and welcome, everybody. I am so glad to be back. I am so glad. Um, I absolutely have hated not being here the last couple weeks, and I do apologize. Um, we had a, um, a death in our family, so I do apologize again. But I'm back. I'm back. And tonight um, is September 12th, and we are going to talk about SEO. We're going to do SEO site reviews. And I'm going to share with you 10 tools that I think are really, really cool for you to try out and take a look at. So if you're not in our chat room, you need to get in here right now. Uh, just go up to the top of webmasterradio.fm, hit on that chat link, and get in here um, because I'm going to share lots of links with you, lots and lots and lots of links with you. And I want to make sure that you're here for that, make sure that you get everything. And we got lots of stuff to share. Plus, with me tonight is my best friend, my mom, my you know, co-partner in crime at One Choice for Your Store, Renee. Hi, Mama. Hi, how are you? Um, I'm, I'm happy that we're back to not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be nice for a while. A little bit of nothing would be wonderful. Yes, yes. We've had so much going on with family, and it's just been absolutely crazy. And, Jeff, we have missed you, too. Um, and we're just glad to be back. I think that's absolutely amazing. And my uh, motherly advice to everybody that's out there is that if you don't have a living will, please make your wishes known to your loved ones because that's something that we faced and it was just a, a it was very very sad so um please make sure that everybody knows what your wishes are if you wind up being in a situation that you don't want to be in um please make sure that you do that so Yes, 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 yes. Um, such a heavy topic, and I'm sorry, but, you know, I mean, you got to have these conversations sometimes, and, you know, sometimes you have to have them with your kids, too, even if they are 30, 40 years old, and, well, we just went through hell, and let's just move on with that, and let's get to some good stuff. What do you think, Mom? I was about ready to cry again, so absolutely, Shauna, let's move on. Yeah, don't do that. Okay, so no, the, first I link, I <laughs> the first link I'm going to share, um, and by the way, I'm going to give you guys some keywords to look for for these articles, if, you know, if you're listening to this later. But the first uh, article we want to share and we mm. want to talk about tonight is um, from Search Engine Land, and it's called Yet More Tips for Diagnosing and Fixing Panda Problems. And I absolutely love this article, Mom. Oh, I did too, because if you, you know, thinking back to a lot of the shows that we've done, um, we've already written this article, uh, <laughs> right? Right? Yes, 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 we it's have. Just, 
they put it in a much better way than what we did sitting here chatting. But absolutely, it was a wonderful article, things that we've discussed a lot of times. Um, where do you want to start, Shauna? Because I'm ready to jump in. Uh, jump in then. Jump in. T- talk to us. Because, I mean, one of the things I thought you would love is where it talked about measurement of the site because that's something that you talk about on the show all the time. Well, and this is another thing that I talk to a lot of people when they call up when I look at their site and they're calling and they're saying, how do I improve my search engine results? And I look at their site and go, uh, you need a new design. And they say, how can a new design help my SEO? So that's a big question that I get. How can a new design help my SEO? Well, <laughs> let's go to the article. And I'd have to say that we would skip to uh, what printed out on mine is page three where it starts, starts talking about measurement and engagement. Mm-hmm. And, um, and also that um, your site is ugly. So right after measurement, it says, if users who click on your result have a higher than normal tendency to hit the back button, now, think about it, okay, if they have a higher than normal tendency to hit the back button, which means, oh my God, this site is ugly, hit the back button, I'm scared, I want out of here, which again goes to my uh, fight or flight syndrome. Um, right. When people feel they're in danger, they run, and if people see a site that's ugly, they're going to run, and if people see a site that they don't trust they're going to run and they're going to run on the very first page. So what that means is you've done all this work to be top on a page for Google search engine results and you're up on the top page and then someone comes to your site and clicks on Google and says, oh my God, the site's ugly. I don't want any part of it. I'm going to get off. And that's happened to me. I've looked at a site and I've actually backed up away from the monitor. I remember that. It scared me. <laughs> and didn't you? You were on the phone with the customer, and you were like, "Ooh!" <laughs> yeah. And a, a, a not not a customer, Shauna. Or I didn't want anything. <laughs> didn't want anything to do with us because I said, "Hey, your site's ugly. Your baby's uh-huh. ugly." I didn't know she had created the site herself, so I really did tell her her baby was ugly, and she did not want anything to do with me. So sorry. Um, so now I have a different way of putting it. Your baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I have a much different way of saying it now. Now I say, uh-huh. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> well, you know, and, and the article, I love it, talks about engagement, you know, and that's yeah. part of ugly factor you know how much time are they spending how many page views are there repeat uh social media mentions you know we've been talking a lot about social media because of the now what project and you know for those of you who are just joining us um the now what project was a store that i created seven months ago and it was a brand new store working off a tiny little passion of mine called quilting so I could show people now what after you build this website you know now what and we used only social media to get $75,000 in sales our first seven months in business you know so social media is not only powerful for those sales but we were started getting some really awesome rankings for our long tail keywords are kind of I call them mid-tail keywords because, you know, it's not um, it's not long, but it's not the short. It's kind of like right in between. And we had those social media mentions. We had tweets. We had likes. We had all of that. 
And now we're ranking up there with the number one and number two quilting sites out there. And it's only seven months old. That's and amazing. Just amazing. I, I love it. I love it because it really shows people what you can do, um, you know, if you pay some attention, you know. Um, but what I found really, really interesting on the engagement, which I don't think people pay attention to, is number seven and number eight. And that was pages printed and scroll bar usage. Me too. That's when I circled right here. Pages printed. That was interesting. That was very that that was interesting that that they're looking at this, but I could see how scroll bar usage and printing the page really could come into this um, into engagement. You know, I mean, are people scrolling or do they not really give a damn? Now, Sean, if somebody's listening to this later, are they get? Did we say the name of this uh, uh, article so that they can go in and search this because they may not be in the ch chat room and get the link? Because this was just such a phenomenal article. Yes, yes. Yet more tips from di for diagnosing and fixing panda problems. Just want to so, state that again because this is an excellent, excellent article. Yeah, so the page is printed. I was surprised. And you know me being a data guru, I was surprised that they measured that. But but this is what we've been saying time and time again is that you need to improve things that can be measured. Mm -hmm. So that's what we've been saying is because nobody knows what the Google algorithm is. Nobody knows. It's a big secret. So it's like, okay, what is it? That it's things that can be improved upon, and in order to improve upon those things, you have to be able to count it. So, mm -hmm. average time on site. So, if some, if let's say that you've got an ugly baby, but you've got an interesting content, they start looking through different pages. Well, that increases your average time on site. So, let's say you don't have a, a good looking site, and and it's very difficult to move around. You're not going to have very many page views. They're going to look at one page. It's going to they're going to fight to find the page. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. your page views per visitor is going to go down. So, how do we complement or how do we compensate for this? Is usability navigation? Mm -hmm. Certain Absolutely. types of menus, certain types of left nav, or uh, you know, having subsections. This kind of stuff is what helps. And and looking at um and looking at this article, what I love is it says you know when it's talking about brand signals to your site. If you're not a major brand, this says very specifically, these things are more important. Your site needs to scream credibility and trustworthiness. I loved that. It has to scream trustworthy. So if you look at the summary, you know, the very first thing it says, content quality and uniqueness of content. And number two is that site design and layout to help users find answers. And yes. that's why people are searching. They want to find answers. That's the whole reason why we go to Google. We have a question. We're here to find answers. And you have to remember, everybody is in a hurry. They want to find their answers yesterday. So if they're trying to find an answer to, I want to buy a diamond necklace, you've got to provide that answer unique and beautiful with credit and trustworthiness and provide an amazing experience. 
Exactly, exactly. And that pretty much was something I, I was going to state at the beginning of, of looking at this, but then I got so excited. Um, the, because the first part of this question, the article asks, um, what are Google or Bing's major objectives? But the thing that he didn't or she did not address in this is, is why do they have these objectives? The objective is to ask is to find the fastest possible answer to your searcher's question, which is what you're talking about, and then to give sites with the le- highest level of engagement. So, Shauna, you want to answer the question, which is where you have to understand it from the beginning, is why are these important to Google and to Bing? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, you know, because they're wanting to answer those questions for their customers. That's the biggest thing. And people don't realize that, um, you know, when you go to Google, you're now their customer. They're a business. Just like McDonald's wants to make every customer happy and serve however million billion people, Google is doing the same thing, you know, and that's what's really, really important. How can I help my customer find what they're looking for? I also really loved, um, and if you're looking at this, when it talks about review your content for uniqueness, I really love that information because it talks about, you know, for instance, writing an article of how to make French toast. There's a billion different articles about making French toast. How can you provide unique value to making French toast? Maybe it's using an iron to create French toast. Um, Maybe it's adding a special ingredient that most people don't use. Maybe it's your crazy kid that adds peanut butter to the French toast. Whatever it is, it has to be unique. It can't be what everybody else is talking about. Absolutely. And and the thing is, is that if Google doesn't provide the kind of, of results that you their people want, you will go to Bing. So because that's they're why, the decision maker. Yes. Yes. So that's why Google is not out to get you. They aren't personally attacking you. It isn't because they don't like you or because you're new. It's because it's been shown that you don't have the credibility and if they don't show that that you've got credibility their people will move somewhere else so that's why how often did they say they were changing their algorithm shauna at least once a day they said it's amazing at least they talk about or they'll at least say that it's 400 a year so you know that's once a day they're making changes. Now, again, they'll say that some of these changes, most people don't even notice. And then there's some big changes like that Panda update, which had a lot of people who were just duplicating their manufacturer's description, screaming, oh my God, what have we done? Yeah. You know, uh, you know, so that's a big thing. So, um, you know, one of the great things about, you know, writing content is though, or one of the biggest things about writing content is you do have to know what keywords you're targeting. Because again, you're helping customers answer questions. The place that it all starts at though is what is the customer asking? And that is so important. That's where your keyword research comes in. What is the customer asking? You might be selling, um, diamond jewelry okay and you might think that that's what is important um or you might be thinking that people are looking for let's say monogram jewelry but if you don't understand how people are asking that question maybe they're asking that for um initials jewelry or monogram jewelry if you don't know what question they're asking how can you provide an answer so tonight we're going to talk about 
one of the things that I love to do is keyword research. And we're going to take a real quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to provide you with not only some keyword research tools, but also some other really cool tools that I want you to check out. They're some of my favorites. So let's go ahead and take a real quick break. All right. But don't go anywhere because we're going to come right back and talk about the answering the first question, uh, you know, answering these customers questions. What are they asking? All right. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on WebmasterRadio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try my SEO tool risk-free today. Go to myseotool.com. Myseotool.com. Webmasterradio.fm. Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24-7. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on Webmasterradio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everybody. All right, so we're going to go ahead and play with some wonderful SEO tools tonight. Um, I've been doing um, a lot of research on SEO tools and been having a lot of fun because um, I just started the Now What Consulting, and we're doing a lot of this research for customers, and I've come across some amazing tools that are free. I've come across some amazing tools that are not free, but I'm going to share with you some of the tools that you can use to take a look at your site. And the first thing we're going to do... Um, is we're going to um, go to Word Tracker and check out their free keyword research tool. If you're listening to this and you don't have the links in our chat, which you should be in here if you're listening right now, um, uh, that's going to be um, look up keyword free keyword research tools. You'll come across Word Tracker as well as Google AdWords keyword research tool. So let's go ahead, Mama, and start with our first question because I think that that is like the number one best question we probably have ever had. I'm sorry, I think it is. 
Well, if you could just answer this and then we could be done with the rest of the show and the rest of the year and then that would be it because everybody would know. I mean, this is this is it. You're absolutely right. This is it. And, and, and let me just divert for a little bit because someone asked me to go look at their site to get their keywords and it's like, no, I can't do that. I can't go look at a site and get the keywords. This is the excellent question. How do you find more keywords? And this is from Maggie at eThoughtfulThings.com. And she's asking the right question. Not just give me a keyword I should be working on. No, you've got to find them. So go ahead and answer that one, babe. Well, you know, for this particular site, it is going to be difficult um, because, you know, where we've seen a lot of um, niche websites take off really well, um, you know, uh, this site is kind of trying to cover everything. Um, you know, it, it kind of looks like when I first came inside the site, it kind of looked like a jewelry store. Um, but then as I go through the store, not only do we have jewelry, but we have aprons, um, we have handbags, we have iPad cases, um, we have a men's shop. We also have picnic baskets. Um, we also have wedding and special occasion shops. So for me, the first thing I would think about for this site is that um, when customers are coming to this site, I'm betting you that they're probably really confused and they're not sure exactly where they should start or where they should go next um, unless they're coming in directly onto the actual items that you have. Um, so the first thing I would probably do is on your homepage is try to convey the feeling of this website a little bit more and try to think, you know, how can we help you? What are you looking for? Um, and maybe even set the mood because when I kind of look at this site a little bit more, it's like, okay, I, I understand where you're going with e-thoughtful things, but I feel like this, this site kind of needs a mood set. Um, almost like, you know, you walk into a room and it's got lit, lit candles and you automatically know what that mood is for. Uh, <laughs> with this site just being all white, it's like, well, huh, I'm not sure what to do here. You know, maybe we need a picture of, of a happy couple or, you know, giving something. I don't know. There's something here that just, it's not, we need to light the candles on this site and set the mood. That's the big thing. So, okay. Shauna, you're, you're, exactly. you're showing that you're a newlywed because us married folks don't get candles in the room. So, you know, knock that off. Now I'm jealous. Sorry, Sorry for you. <laughs> okay. All right, so now <laughs> what I'm going to do is I want to go in and I want to look at the monogram jewelry shop. And so obviously, you know, we're looking for what kind of keywords are we going to look for? So we really have to kind of drill this down because we're not going to look for all the keywords having to do with e-thoughtful things. There's just too much going on. So we really need to drill this down. Um, so we've got monogram and in jewelry. Um, and initial jewelry. So the first thing I would do is I would enter, you know, enter this keyword phrase and maybe even put in monogram jewelry, um, which I'm going to go ahead and do that now. I'm going to put in monogram jewelry into, we'll try the uh, word tracker one first. And let's do a little bit of searching on this and see what happens. And at the same time, heck, my computer or my uh, internet's slow with being out here in the boonies. We can go ahead and enter that into... Uh, 
Google at the same time. And what we're looking for is how are people actually searching for this and how many people are searching for this. Um, so I go in here and I find, okay, monogram jewelry is being searched for 28 times uh, per month. Now, when you're looking at keyword research, don't look at the specifics. And this is true even if you're looking at analytics. Don't look at, oh my gosh, I had five people. What you want to really look for is trends. That's what you want to look for. Um, you really want to look for those trends and see what's going on there. Okay, so um, I go into Google AdWords and I put this in and I get a little bit more information. And what I find out is we've got monogram jewelry and we also have initial jewelry. They're about the same as far as search, um, how they're being searched for, but we can really drill this down and kind of get into more people looking for silver monogram jewelry. Um, we can get into monogram gifts, which, you know, lots of people are looking for that. that that's going to be hard to do. What we see most people do, though, is they go, oh, well, there's only 6,000 people looking for monogram jewelry, and there's 90,000 people looking for personalized jewelry. Okay, that 90,000 we want to shoot for later. What we need to shoot for now is something that we can actually obtain. And if we look at some of these keywords and we look at like some of the searches that are being done, we can kind of drill down our keywords and take a look and see it what exactly we do want to try to rank for. And we can look at kind of the competition that's going on. Um, for instance, um, I'm seeing right here personalized silver jewelry. If you look, the competition's a little bit less. Um, you know, I mean, yes, it's got a high competition. Most of these do. Um, but, you know, good searches. Well, we can turn this around and just do a search by competition and just hit the word competition twice and we can kind of see where, you know, where there's a lot of competition, where there's not a lot of competition. You know, for instance, um, let's look at name rings. Name rings are being searched for a whole bunch of times and there's a very low competition. Um, or the monogram store. So that's another one that's got low competition, about 6,000 searches. So that's something we can shoot for. But what we want to do is, number one, find out what the keyword phrase is that we want to use. Okay? That's the number one thing. Now we want to set up a page to get to that keyword phrase. So, for instance, if we were going to go with, um, let's say, silver monogram jewelry, then we would actually set up a category called silver monogram jewelry. And the content on the page is going to focus on the silver monogram jewelry. Um, what Maybe what type of silver or what type of monograms you're using. Or, um, you know, you really just want to focus the content on that one particular keyword phrase. And then the content or the actual items on the page should all be silver monogram jewelry. And that's where you want to go into. And you want to do these keywords um, as much as possible. Um, this is another thing that you see when you're working with PPC ads. What we see is a lot of people will do jewelry and they'll send them to their home page. But, you know, one of the best things I heard was during a recent webinar with, um, oh gosh, Tim Ash. Tim Ash. It was probably one of the best webinars I have ever seen. And it basically said that your homepage is not to sell people. Your homepage should not be used to sell people. I thought that was brilliant because, it, it, you know, 
what, what he's saying is nobody's going to buy from the home page. Okay. Um, what he also said is in one twentieth of a second, a customer will decide whether your site is unprofessional or not trustworthy in one twentieth of a second. I love that. But anyway, um, you know, we make the problem that, like he said, is we make our homepage so cluttered trying to put everything that we do, we dilute everything and make it so there's too many cho- choices and the customer becomes paralyzed. All right. Customer becomes paralyzed. So really focus in on those pages and get people to where they need to be because again, we're answering questions. What does this customer want? They want answers to their questions, okay? That is extremely important. Give them a small set of choices and get them out of your homepage onto the page that they need to be at. So even when we look at monogram jewelry, let's try to narrow this down maybe even a little bit more if we need to um, and, and help that customer find exactly what they're looking for. So that's something to consider. Now, the other thing I looked at, and um, here we're going to go into our next tool, which I think is really, really cool. It's URIValet.com. I'm going to go ahead and put that link into the chat room. Now, I put your website in here, and one of the things that, you know, I can kind of look at this and I can look for trends, you know, but I look at your homepage, and I look at the meta tag keywords for your homepage, and we've got diamond initial necklace, diamond necklace, monogram necklace, initial necklace, big Buddha handbags. Wait, what? <laughs> There's like a hundred different keywords here. First, we're starting off with diamond initial bracelets, and now we're going to big Buddha handbags. And, you know, you've even got smartphone cases in there for the homepage. This is probably one of the biggest mistakes that I see people do on their homepage. They try to throw everything in the book into their homepage and try to even write content that has to do with everything that's on their homepage, you know, everything that's in their store. That's not what the homepage is about. You know, if this homepage has nothing to do with Buddha handbags. Now, if you're trying to sell Buddha handbags and you found out that the keyword you're trying to get to is big Buddha handbags, then absolutely go to the big Buddha handbag page and optimize that page for that particular keyword. And that's going to make more sense because those people that are looking for Big Buddha handbags will be able to find that answer on that particular page. Your homepage has nothing to do with that. Are there um, some other quick things about the keywords, Mama, that you want to throw in here? Um, no, I think the the big part of this that I've just learned is is um, when you're saying when she's asking how do I find more keywords. Um, your answer is not don't find more, find better. Yeah. Yeah, and and really try to understand what your customer is looking for. That is so, so very important. I can't even stress enough because you have to keep looking and keep realizing the fact that what Google is saying, they're trying to find answers for their customers. You know, and sometimes that's not more keywords. Sometimes that's taking what you have and answering those questions and being very specific. Now, um, Tim had an excellent, excellent, excellent question. Would you put that as a main category or a subcategory? Great question. You know what? That depends. There you go, Kat. Um, ring the bell. Um, it, you know, 
is this a huge item for your store that's going to have enough content that you really want to go for it and the sales are there that you want to go for that? Um, and, and it's a big category keyword, you know, that that's going to draw in a lot of attention to your store. Then absolutely, I would have that as a main category. Um, but if you're trying um, to really get to more of the handbags and the totes and the styles, that's more of a main keyword phrase you're trying to go after, um, not just that specific that specific um, brand. You know, then that might be a subcategory for you. You know, when people are doing PPC advertising, you you kind of want to use the same general. You know, you want to send the customer to where they're going to go. If you tell them that your page is about Buddha. Uh, handbags, make sure they go to a section that's all about Buddha handbags and not every handbag that you possibly own because they're looking for Buddha. So the, hopefully that answers a little bit more on that. URI Valet is kind of a neat site that you can check out. Um, it talks to you about how many objects you have on your website. It's got a text to HTML ratio that I find that's really interesting. Um, it's got a lot about in there um, on internal links. Again, it's just one more tool that you can kind of look at your site, kind of look and see what's going on. Um, uh, don't take... I may give you a multiple of twos. Um, don't take one and be like, oh, my God, this is absolutely horrible. I'm giving you multiple uh, different tools tonight so you can check on a variety of places. And if you find a problem that seems to be a trend on many places that you're going to, then you know that you have a problem. We're absolutely always looking for trends. We're looking for trends when it comes to your website, analytics. Um, we want trends. If things are going down, let's look at the trend. Don't look and say, I've got three. Um, trends, 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 trends. Okay, so um, we're going to come back. We're going to take another real quick break, and we're going to come back, and I've got some other really cool tools. I've actually got 10 total tools that I'm going to be sharing with you tonight, and hopefully this will give you some really good information. All right, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. November 16th, 2004. The beginning of WebmasterRadio.fm and its immediate impact on the internet business world. Ad tech. Afcon. Search engine strategies. Conversion conference. Search bash. Affiliate bash. We bring you the most extensive and detailed trade show coverage. Coast to coast and worldwide. Trade show coverage delivered your way. Download it on demand now. On webmasterradio.fm. Welcome to the webmasterradio.fm chat room. And our exclusive listener lounge. Make yourself a tasty beverage. Kick your shoes off and sit back. We're always open and there's never a last call. Step up to the webmasterradio.fm chat room right now. 
just click the chat tab from our homepage. Welcome to the Webmaster Institute for Financial Advancement, webmasterradio.fm. It's like radio with a PhD. Webmasterradio.fm, we're everywhere. You're back with the Econ Experts, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Hello, 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 everybody. All right, we're back. And Mama, what's our next question? Well, I just have to say, Nebraska, great commercial uh, on and step up to the chat room. Very sexy, very nice. Probably there are candles in the chat room. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Love it. Uh, okay, and this is from our good friend Jeff, jlmmerchandise.com. Does my copy need to be changed to be more catchy or help with conversion? Does the navigation make sense? Conversion has definitely improved since you did the redesign. Thanks, Jeff. But I still think I should be getting more traffic and conversions, just trying to find the missing links. And and what I want to comment in is, yes, you should be getting more traffic and conversions. This is your goal. You are never happy with traffic and conversions. You always want more traffic and conversions. And when you're looking at your data, you know what kind of data you want? Better. So go ahead, Sean. Better. That's right. Absolutely. We always want to do better, 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 better. Okay. So one thing I like um, about your website is that it's definitely a little more focused, but I have some concerns about um, uh, about the navigation because is this how people are searching? Have you done that keyword research to really understand how people are searching? Okay. Um, and that's a big thing. That's a real big thing. We got to understand how are people searching for these products? So I go to, um, clock hitting cameras and I'm going to do a little bit of keyword research on that. All right. So let's do clock hitting camera and okay. So what I come up with, which is interesting is I'm here. I am looking for, um, the clock hitting camera, I can look at some of the global searches and it's like, okay, a lot of people are looking up uh, surveillance. Some of the people are looking for hidden camera, um, camera hidden, spy camera, hidden cameras. A lot of people are looking for hidden camera and surveillance camera. A lot of people are looking for that. It seems to be a very big um, thing because, I mean, these searches are huge. Camera, spy, mini camera, wireless camera. Um, all kinds of great things here that, that we can work on. So if this was something that we really wanted to push for this website, um, then it's time to start blogging and it's time to start finding interesting stories about people using hidden cameras and what they're finding. Um, it's time to start educating people on, you know, what type of different hidden cameras are available and why they want to use different ones. Um, what is, you know, why is the clock hidden camera um, better than this other clock? Um, you know, are people going to be able to tell that there's a hidden camera? You really got to provide that information that's going to answer those questions about, you know, um, what is the best one and how does it work? Um, you know, if I look at, I'm looking at a Disney princess, um, camera and it looks like the time, uh, the headline has kind of been overridden and now there's like all this information in here about here on video date, time stop, rechargeable battery. Um, you know, 
I, I want to really know, I want you to really get to the heart of these people because if they're looking for a hidden camera, something is bothering them that they feel like they need to have a hidden camera. One, not get to the um, emotion of what the person is actually looking for, you know, um, and, and, you know, here you've got an affordable alternative with features that rival the most high ticket surveillance gear. I would start this out with, you know, Find out what's going on in your children's room, you know, when you're not there or something that makes it more salesy and kind of, you know, really get to the emotion side of this product because there are people looking for these products are going to be emotional. I got to say um, your average everyday Joe doesn't say I'm going to go look for a hidden camera unless they suspect something. What are your thoughts, mom? Well, exactly. But, but if you just answered the who, what, where, when, why, who, who is it? So it's it's going to be parents. So that's the first thing. If you're a parent, um, what is it? You need a hidden camera. Why? Because you're worried about what's in your site. Or I'm sorry, you're worried about what's going on in your children's room, uh, how this camera will uh, keep you informed. So just by answering those questions, you're, you're able to rewrite the description and you're able to, to um, talk to them on an emotional basis. Mm-hmm. Because you're answering the who, what, where, when, why protection. This is the whole thing is protection. So um, write to them about how write on here about how scary it is and and how this is going to s- soothe their their concerns and how there are they are going to be um, it the value and the benefit of it. Not just the description. I mean, all of that can go towards the bottom. The features can go in and how easy it is. Put that at the bottom. But first thing you want to do is to answer those who, what, where, when, why. Emotionally, like what you're saying. um, Mm -hmm. And let them know right off the bat. Because uh, obviously, if you're looking at a Disney princess hidden wall clock, you have a daughter. Mm -hmm. You're a parent that has a daughter. Yes. Yes. So this is and this is what we talk about, knowing who your audience is and knowing who your targeted customer is. So you can look at the product and you know who your customer is. Absolutely. And, you know, another thing that you guys need to do is look at your competitors who have been doing this for a while. One of the tools that I love, here's another new tool for you. Um, is SEMrush.com. I love this tool. I really, really do. Um, because it will give you some really great information about what your competitors are doing. Um, it will also give you information like, you know, what are your competitors spending money on? What kind of keywords they're spending money on? Um, and this is great information that you can use to find potential keywords that are converting. That's what's really important. What is converting? Um, and, you know, your, your competitors have spent a lot of money, a lot of money, a lot of money on, on finding out what keywords work and what keywords don't work. And so this really gives you a great idea. You know, I come in here and, Jeff, I see that, you know, um, cheating spouse text messages. This says you got a position of six and it's got the page that it's going to and, um, you know, and it's got um, the trend that, you know, people are kind of looking for that or how to catch someone cheating, number 11, merchandise security, um, and it's got kind of the trends. And again, maybe this isn't exact, 
Okay, maybe it isn't exact, but what we're looking for again are those trends. But I can also see who your major competitors are using this tool. I can see who your competitors in organic search are. And I can see some of the common keywords that you guys are using. This is really great information because we want to find out, okay, how much volume are these people getting? What's the cost per click? For instance, all right, so if you go and you put, um, this is going to be some really great information here. Um, we're going to type in your name and do a report, type in your URL and do a report, okay? Now, underneath competitors in organic search, um, underneath common keywords, it says 48, okay? Yes, for that particular company, which we, uh, for Brickhouse, okay? Now, click on that 48. Now, here's something very, 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 very interesting, okay? Phone audio recorder. Okay, they reek number seven, volumes 110, but look at the cost per click. Five cents for cost per click. To me, that really doesn't mean much. What means a lot to me is hidden camera for sale. Let's look at this. They rate number four, who cares? The volume is higher and the cost per click is $1.17. Can anybody guess why the cost per click is $1.17 instead of five cents? It's got anybody good results. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But not just good results. You, those, when people are paying more money cost per click, it's because those are the ones that convert. Mm-hmm. Somebody looking up hidden camera maybe isn't converting as well as hidden camera for sale. For instance, small hidden cameras for sale, it's got a cost per click of five cents. That tells me it's not converting. Hidden camera for sale is converting. It's $1.17 per click. Uh, deleted text message, 75 cents per click. So that tells me there are people looking for that kind of thing, they're converting. So look at those kind of things, looks at those kind of factors. And what you get is, uh, you know, mar market motive kind of says multiply cost per click times the volume and you find out the benefit score. What's the benefit for this keyword? What's the benefit scores? And once you learn, take that keyword research and then you take the cost per click and then you find out the benefit score. Then you learn how valuable certain keywords are. And now it tells you, okay, instead of focusing on all these different keywords, now we have an idea where we need to start working at. Now we have an idea of what our competitors are doing. SEMrush is a very cool tool to use for that because you can also find out where are your competitors spending that money. That's another interesting thing. Find out where they're spending so much money because that's the people that are going to convert. I can't believe we're running out of time and we're getting towards the end of the show, Mom. I know, but this all has to do, let's you go back to the beginning, this all has to do with keyword research. So the question is, how do I do keyword research? We're doing it right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so now let's get into, we've got about 10 minutes left. I want to do more of this fun, like looking at sites, but I've got some other really cool tools that I really want to share with you. So um, let's go ahead and do um, a next one, which is Woo Rank. Uh, for those of you listening, Woo is W-O-O-R-A-N-C-K. And 
this is going to kind of give you a general report about your page. Um, so I can kind of get an idea of the Alexa rank. I can get kind of an idea of traffic estimation, but I can also get an idea of some of the popular pages. For instance, in um, Jeff's particular store, spy and surveillance equipment comes up as one of the most popular pages. Again, um, maybe your analytics says, well, that's my second highest or not my highest. We're looking for trends. Keep remembering that. We're looking for trends. Um, it gives us a little bit of information about the meta tag keywords, about the title, um, how many times we're using H1, H2, H3, H4, H5 tags. Um, it also tells us about inside page analyst, um, analysts. Um, and one of the great things is this says, nice, you have different page titles on every single page. You got that custom programming. It's doing it all for you. That is really, really great. Um, website compliance. It kind of talks about some of the things that you have going on. One of the things that this says is you don't have Google Analytics installed. Maybe you do, but if not, make sure you get that installed right away. Um, we can kind of look at backlinks, EDU backlinks, um, directories, some of the social media. Um, one of the websites that I really like um, that I kind of came upon recently to find out who's talking to me in blogs is called Quirkbase. Let me go ahead and put that in there. Q-U-A-R-K base, B-A-S-E. So far, all these tools that we've been using have been free, so they're, they're really great. And what I can see is an overview of who's important to this website. Now, why is this important? Well, um, you can kind of spy on your competitors using this, and that's what I want you guys to start doing. Use this tool to spy on competitors to see who are the key people and start following them. Because what they're doing, you really need to understand, okay? Look at some of their Twitters. And really important, see where it says in the blogs, most relevant. All right. So we've got a link here from Spy Gear about 24 months ago. Now, if this was my competitor, okay, I would go to Spy Gear and find out how did they get listed in that blog. Did they have to write a guest article um, or did they just get mentioned by that person? So let me kind of give you um, a different site to put in there. If we put in, because um, I know that we've done, uh, we've had a lot of people blogging about us. If you put in Quirkbase, onechoiceforquilting.com, which is the site we use for the Now What project, um, what you're going to see and oops, I typed that in wrong. I'm going to just do this real quick. I know we're running out of time. Um, what we're going to see here, more importantly, is some of the people that have blogged and, and, and how they're coming up. Um, what I want to look at is, okay, who's blogged? If I was a competitor of One Choice for Quilting, who has blogged about them? What have they blogged? So, for instance, um, there's a lot here going on about, oh, the learning curve says that they're having a huge sale. So if I was a competitor, maybe I'd go to the learning curve and say, hey, um, you know, we, we'd like to partner with you. Or, hey, we're having a big sale, um, just wanted to let you know. You know, you this gives you a lot of information about what your competitors are doing so that you can kind of get in there and, you know, do your own kind of thing too. All right, so... Um, some other sites that I love, we'll do this real quick, opensiteexplorer.org. 
Um, this is one that comes from SEO Moss. Really great, great set of tools that are, um, they've got a lot of great tools that are really inexpensive. But, um, you know, this kind of tells us page authority, domain authority, uh, Facebook likes if you've got the pro version, but we can learn a lot about um, our website and where links are coming in and um, inbound link, top links, anchor links. That's very, very important. That's another really great one there. Um, let's see, which ones have I forgotten, Mama? SEO book. They have amazing, amazing, amazing tools. I absolutely love their tools, but it's $300 a month. So that's one thing that you got to kind of watch out for. Um, SEO browser. Um, and it's, let me go ahead. SEO dash browser.com. It's a great site for seeing how the search engines are actually looking at your site. Remember search engines, look at it completely different, um, than your customers will. And if you really want to get, um, a handle on what your competitors are doing when you're doing keyword research, download seoquake.com. seoquake.com is a great, great tool. It's going to show you many SEO parameters. Um, it's going to give you their page rank. It's going to tell you how many links they have, um, coming in. It's going to, you know, tell you what the age of it is or how many, uh, delicious, um, uh, um, bookmarks or that they have on there. And, and by using SEO Quake and kind of evaluating the top 10 websites, you can kind of get an idea. Again, let's look at those links that they've got coming in and see if you can gain some of those links as well. A lot of times you can find these really great little directories or these really great little blogs that you can write articles for and get a lot of really great links in for your website, um, which is more people coming to your website. The Google sees these links and goes, wow, you know, if they've linked to them, they must be really great. And it's, it's, you know, it's all together, you know, it's the same relevancy and all that good stuff. I think I may have overwhelmed a few people with some tools. I hope not. Um, you know, because just take them one at a time, one at a time. That's all you need to do. Um, and and learn one tool and move on. Learn one tool and move on. And if you guys have any questions at all um, or you need help with it, you know, that's why I did the Now What Consulting to help do all this research for you and give you a plan of action on what to do. So don't get frustrated. All right, Mom, we've got two minutes left. We have to say goodbye. Oh, it was fun. Thank you, everybody. It was a great time. Yeah, I, I think we were trying to put four weeks into one week and, you know, and... <laughs> We're going to have to come back the end of the month and, and do some more tools and more reviews because we didn't get to get a lot out there. But I hope we gave you guys some good info. I really, really do. Um, and, and we'll try to keep doing more. Now, the new life of it, because of the, you know, kind of personal problems, I'm, I'm having to reschedule that. But um, I will be making an announcement this week when it will be rescheduled. And I do apologize for that. It's just everything kind of blew up. Um, and I apologize, but we're making that this week. And we're so excited about doing the Now What project again or the new live project. Now, Lou Life event. I'm getting them all confused, Mom. <laughs> the Now What Life event project. That works for me. All right, guys. All right. Thanks for being here. We missed you so much, and we're so glad to be back. Um, we will be here next Monday, so make sure you are here, too, at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on webmasterradio.fm.